Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. This episode is going to be a little bit different. It's in pieces, but by its own nature, it's a little bit of a puzzle. And you'll see when those pieces of the puzzle come together, what it all meant. The name of this episode is Legacy. My mother taught me how to drive by taking me out to an area that had been recently developed in our county. What made this a great place to learn how to drive was that when the developers had come in, they had cleared the land, but they had also put in complete streets, four-lane streets, turn lanes, everything. Miles and miles of streets, highways, everything, but there were no houses, there were no businesses, and especially for somebody learning how to drive, there were no cars. Miles and miles of complete city streets with no cars and everything. So my mother took me out there and we spent hours just driving around this area, miles and miles of nothing except streets. In developing this area, the developers had come in and had bulldozed down all the the trees, the vegetative growth, everything, and then bulldozed it into piles and burned it all. So what remained of this area with streets and everything was basically nothing. It was a cleared landscape. It was effectively a desert with all these paved streets with and nothing else. Now let's go to the second piece of our puzzle. At my high school uh, there were different social clubs and they were uh, separated by the sexes. There were boys clubs, there were girls clubs and I had not been in one but a classmate of mine who I knew from our church and I had been in Boy Scouts with had been elected president of this one club. And he had this idea that going into the senior year that he wanted our club, which happened to be Key Club, which was the high school affiliate of Kiwanis Clubs, the men's service club. He wanted our Key Club to be among the best in the country, if not the world. And his plan for doing this was he looked at how the rankings were done. And he figured out that the method to do this was to go out and literally recruit the best kids in the high school that would complete the projects on which the rankings that Kiwanis ranked these key clubs on. So he went out and found the best writer in the school. He went out and found the best kid in speech class. He found the best kid that was an artist. And to each of these people that he recruited, he came up and he said, you're the best at this in the school, and I want you to do a project as a member of Key Club. You don't have to do anything else. Just do the thing that you're good at and you enjoy. Well, he came to me and asked me to join. And the area that he was looking at was 
politics. I guess what he based this on was he had seen that I had been involved in politics in in high school. I had worked on the unsuccessful 1972 McGovern campaign, if you can believe that. I had been selected by teachers to attend uh, Boys State, and as a rising senior, I had been elected student council president. So politics was my area, and he came to me and he said, John, just go find some project and do your thing. So I said yes. I went around casting about for what kind of project I would do. Well, I remembered back when my mother took me out to learn how to drive in this new area, and one of the things that had affected me while driving around was just the complete devastation and turning of lush Florida landscape into literally a desert. Had They had wiped out all habitat for wildlife. There was nothing or no place for literally a bird to land out there or nest in. There was nothing for any other wildlife to be, to have any kind of habitat. And I decided this was my project. So what did I do? I went to a county commission meeting, and during the open public comment period, here's a 16, 17-year-old kid standing up and talking about the devastation of this habitat and that it had to be changed, that I, I was absolutely appalled at what was being done to the landscape and the habitat for wildlife and, and birds, and something had to be done. Well, long story short, somehow county zoning laws were changed. The zoning laws required that at least one native tree remain when they were out clearing this land per acre. If they didn't have one per acre, they had to plant a mature tree. Uh, pretty amazing that this happened. I, I ended up getting my picture in the paper and an article about it and everything. But uh, anyway, that was it. So let's put all the pieces of the puzzle together. In the first place, my mother took me out to what I would effectively call the world's largest driver training course. And I passed and got my driver's license. But an unintended consequence of it was that I saw this devastation that had been uh, wrecked upon the landscape in southwest Florida. As for the boy that was the president of Key Club, his plan was effective. My senior year of high school, my high school's Key Club was named number one ranked Key Club in the world. Pretty big achievement, pretty amazing by this guy just going out and finding guys that were good in different subjects. And effectively, he, as the phrase is now, he taught to the test. And lastly, here's a 16, 17-year-old kid that saw stuff while he was out learning how to drive, then being asked by this guy to join Key Club and just find a project and do something, 
me going to the county commission and literally getting a zoning law change that kept at least one tree per acre from being uh, bulldozed down and burned. Now, let's fast forward to today. I recently had a chance to go back and visit my hometown and went driving around out where my mother had taken me to learn how to drive. That area is now developed. There's homes, there's businesses. But one thing that I did notice is there's these trees, about one per acre, and you can pick out the ones that have been there for 50 years. It's pretty amazing. I will tell you that when we put together a resume, we're putting things on that resume that we think are going to impress other folks. Yeah, I've got degrees, I've won awards, everything like that. But the point that I want to make with this episode is the thing that I am most proud of in my life isn't on a resume. It was seeing those trees that exist today because a crazy 16, 17-year-old kid thought they might actually be able to do something by something they had seen while learning how to drive. And so that's why I entitled this episode Legacy. Something I'm proud of that I'm going to be able to point to my grand point out to my grandchildren and say grandpa made that happen because grandpa saw something that upset him when he was your age and those trees exist today because of that. I really consider those trees my legacy and they're my proudest accomplishment in my career. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode.